0: Welcome to the Australian Defence Magazine podcast, featuring Geoff Plummer from DAVCOR. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Australian Defence Magazine podcast. Once again, I'm joined by Catherine Zising, the Managing Director of ADM. Kath, how are you doing today?
1: Well, thanks, Grant.
0: And today we're joined by Jeff Plummer, and he's from DevCore. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks, Grant. Good to be here. Excellent. Before we kick in on the uh, topics of today, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and also DevCore?
2: Okay, DevCore is a um, security supply company. Um, we essentially sell locks and componentry and consumables um, to locksmiths. Um, as part of that, we also um, bring in many high security products um, for um, locking um, for master key systems and for electronic access control and safe locking. EVA is one of those main product lines. It comes from Austria and it's a high-end master key system that we have SCEC endorsement on.
0: Okay. What's SCEC endorsement?
2: SCEC is Security Construction Evaluation Committee. It's a department within um, the Attorney-General's and they test products for their level of security and provide a rating system for them.
0: Okay. Now, I understand you've been with DEVCOR for quite some time. What got you uh, into this industry? Uh, What was your background? and, And I understand it's been quite some time with the company.
2: Okay, I started as a locksmith back in 1986. Um, dropped out of uni, of course, and mum told me to get a job. And I had five days to get a job before they came back from holidays or get out of the house. And the closest one I could ride my skateboard to work was at an apprentice locksmith. And I am still doing it 30 odd years later, I think, or whatever it is, a long time later, and still there. What happened is um, I had my own business. I sold that business and moved out of Sydney, ended up in Wollongong as a fishmonger, believe it or not. And um, they came and approached me. Back then, it was called Lock and Key Co., not DAVCOR. Um, Lock and Key is one of the divisions of DAVCOR now and um, offered me a job. And 22 years later, I'm still here. This is my eighth job with the company and um, I've worked in Southeast Asia, I've sold safe locks to banks, I've repped locksmiths and and so I've been doing it a long time.
1: So Jeff, how did you get into the defence space?
2: The defence space for us comes mainly through SCEC endorsement. Our real first initial um, move into the defence space was through um, providing a um, safe lock that was used on B-class containers, Um, B-class containers, um, uh, secure document storage containers and other items that have to be secured. We came up with a lock back in about most probably around 2000. So that was our first move into it. Around 2005, we started bringing in the ever range of products of master key systems. The first system was um, called ever EPS or DPS, which is a high security or mid-range security master key system. Um, It was suitable for SL1 rated defense sites, which is sort of not very high security. SL3 is is a full defense base. SL2 is mid-range. SL1's um, bottom range. And we had a product that was SL1 and SL2 rated. As the ever business grew, we bought in a larger range of products and included their high security range, which was um, – 3KS Plus, the product was called, which achieved a SCEC rating of SL3. So it was suitable for all sorts of federal government applications, including um, defense bases. Um, That was in about 2012, I reckon. And since we've been growing in that space. And more recently, we've introduced an upgrade to the Ever 3KS which Plus, which is called 4KS, um, very original with their names. Essentially, what they do to go from 3KS to 4KS is change the product enough to get a new patent life on it. So, um, same base product, but with um, a change to extend that patent out. And um, so 4KS, we took to the market about two years ago. We have done extremely well right through the federal government, and that includes many, many defence installations. With defence, for instance, um, in Perth, I'm aware of um, a um, naval base that has about five or six different locksmiths providing individual master key systems to the one base, and even though they're all ever 4KS, each master key system for building A and building B and building C sort of operates independently from each other. So different locksmiths work on the same same base. So, um, and it seems to be the same through the country at various different places.
0: The keys, uh, I've had a look at them online, and they, they don't seem to be like the normal standard key you'd have for your house and so on. Uh, what, can you run us through the structure of how a 4KS key works?
2: 4KS is, is very unique. Um, the the technology, for um, they call it a track key, which means essentially you've got a key and it has tracks cut into it. And 4KS, oddly enough, has four tracks cut into it. 3KS actually had four tracks as well, but um, two tracks were different and one track on either side of the key was the same. So a mirror image of each other. 4KS has four independent tracks that are different to each other. When you look at the key, um, imagine you have a paddle pot stick that is flat. It has three tracks cut into one side and the other side it has three tracks cut into. And essentially when you put that key into the lock, the pins or locking elements, which we call sliders, um, have nipples that run along those tracks. Um, As they run along those tracks, there's no spring pressure. The tracks actually actively place the sliders or locking elements into the open position. We call that active placement. Active placement means you don't require any springs to tension the pins or locking elements. Um, And because they're actively placed by inserting the key, it means that it's really good in dirty and hostile environments. Army bases, naval bases, seaside, Air Force bases, lots of dust, lots of water, salt water, lots of environmental factors you've got to deal with. Um, and 4KS is is industry leading in dealing with um, the environmental factors that um, you come across. If you look at um, some locks on army bases may only be used every couple of years. So, they're being rained on, then dust, then rain, then dust. That active placement just can't be compared to anything else because you're not relying on a little spring to push all the dust out of the way. You're actually placing the slider automatically by the insertion of the key. It's an ingenious design and um, very effective.
0: So you just insert the key, you don't have to turn the key?
2: You, you do turn the key. So you insert the key as your normal front door. Um, so you just push the key into the lock. If you look at the design of the key, it's, it's mirror image, so you can actually, it's called a convenience key, so you can insert it this way up or turn it over and that way up. Once it's in, you, at home, and um, the full way in, you turn it as you would a normal mechanical key, the same as your front door deadlock at home.
1: So, Jeff, obviously you've got uh, placements now within defence bases all over the country. What about defence industry? Are you working with other players that uh, obviously host a lot of secure
2: material? We're, look, I'm aware of many. The, the model we, we um, distribute this system on Cath is, is via um, a network of dealers nationally. So, we have locksmiths that are our dealers. They're SCEC endorsed. So, they have approved by the federal government in most cases. Well, they have to be. If they're doing work for the federal government, they have to be Skeck endorsed. There are some dealers who aren't SCEC endorsed, but the vast majority are. What seems in the defence industry space, many systems out there I don't even know about. There could be systems at a local provider around the corner from my home. I don't know. What I am aware of is, is the large ones that go to tender, because I see them go to tender, and I know one of our dealers has won it. However, I constantly get phone calls from smaller operators, I I would say, especially now in coronavirus times, often get calls, contact, because they're um, now working from home. They've got to secure their office within their house. It's only one lock but they've got to secure it to SL3 rated right levels because they're working on a defence project, which um, they have to maintain that level of security even at home, and they're installing 4KS. Seems to be a lot in um, both Adelaide and Brisbane at the moment of those one-off, I need to lock up my office, one door. Other defence industries, we would need to survey at large our um our our deal and network because the locksmiths can be quite fickle um, in that they don't want their opposition to know what work they're actually doing because they want to protect the customer. Would there be projects out there? I would say so when you've got um, 50 or 60 dealers putting in systems every week. I hear the big ones, as I said, but um, the smaller ones, a defence industry with you know 30 or 40 locks, we'd most probably do five or six of those style jobs a day, be it a school, a council or a defence industry. You actually don't know where all the locks are going.
1: So, Jeff, the other one for me is, so DAVCOR, I understand, is about 60 people or so uh, across the nation. Is that about
2: right? We're 73 at the moment. Wow. Okay, cool.
1: And and how has 2020 affected you guys? Obviously, Corona's had some issues in terms of the logistics support that you get from some of your overseas suppliers. How have you dealt with that as a company?
2: Well, initially... um Being predominantly Sydney-based, we do have offices all around the country, but head office is Sydney. When it first hit in Sydney and um, the decision was made to um – work from home as many people as we could. Obviously, we're a distribution business. Luckily, our main distribution centre in Sydney is um, virtually 100% robotic. Instead of having many, many staff going around picking product off the shelf, we actually have a vertical robotic pallet raking system, which means our, our warehouse space is only needs half a dozen people now, not 30 or 40 people. So, all the sales and support areas of the business were sent home to work from home. Initially, we thought the impact on our business would be quite severe. So, the CEO, Mark Cohen, decided to make um, the operational side of the business um, four days a week, thinking we were going to be riding out a a terrible economic pathway. That lasted a week because what he did, he took all our developers um, our web developers and our marketing team retasked them and we went on the offense. I would say, as a company, we've held ground, if not, we're growing. Um, definitely the side of the company I look after with Ever and a couple of other products, we call it the technical area. We're growing and um, we're definitely on the offensive looking for more work. Our opposition, however, many of those have gone to two, um, three, or four days a week with the sales staff. We haven't; we've kept them full time. And um, if anything, I believe we will grow out of this because being so proactive in the marketplace, and we also have, um, you know, a great product in Ever4KS. In that, um, it is it is definitely a. Um, an industry-leading product, it's easy to grow if you put the effort in, plus you have a good product.
0: And speaking of the product, my understanding is it's um, yeah, it's more than just you can't go down to the um, Mr. Minute and get your key cut, of course. It's it's much more complex than that. Are you able to touch on some of the, the features of 4KS in terms of how do you go about it, organizing for install? You mentioned doors that also on cabinets, You know how the keys control, things like that.
2: Okay, so Ever4KS, um, we call it a maximum security master key system. Generally, the um, way to go about it is um, you can contact us, of course, and we can put you in touch with your local Ever4KS dealer. Generally, the process is we get someone out to site, we survey your site, we would then prepare a quotation so you know how much it's going to cost. We then design a a keying matrix or a keying hierarchy. So essentially like a family tree of a key that's going to work your entire site and then different keys to work different areas to suit the organisational needs of your business. Once that's all done and you're happy with the quote, installation is quite simple because we're not replacing the entire door hardware. Essentially, we take out just the cylinder and replace the cylinder. Most high security key systems You don't leave the cylinder. The cylinder is a complete unit. You take the cylinder out of your door and you replace it with a new one or a new 4KS cylinder. I guess when you look at it, the, take the, the different steps, the survey is very important because during that survey, they can identify other things not to do with 4KS, like your door closes not working, your handle's broken, and they can touch on that and include that in their quotation, repair of those sort of things. Big thing with ever 4KS, the potential theoretical number of key combinations, 133 billion, which sounds a lot. It's a, it's a massive number to start with. But when you're building a large master key system, each time you, you would start with a master key that works the whole site, then a key that works the north and a key that works the south, and then different areas within it each, each time you create one of those levels, you might use a couple of percent of those available key combinations. So having massive coding potential at the start is really, really important. Because, in the long run, that's what's going to allow you to design a system to suit your purpose. The other thing that massive number of combinations does is leave you combinations in reserve. So, say, for instance, you lost a key, a high level key that fit at the southern end of your site, that may um, require a total site rekey. The idea with 133 billion combinations is we've got plenty left over to not have to rekey the whole site, but we can create enough combinations still available to rekey just the southern end of your site. So it's a cost saving in the future. One of the benefits of a high security 4KS master key system is that the key is extremely complex to produce. Many keys I can, um, as a locksmith with, you know, 35 years experience, often I can look at your keys on the bench and actually read them by eye without even touching it. I can actually decode your key in front of you. And some of Australia's leading master key systems, I can look at sitting on the table when I'm having a meeting with someone at Army and look at their keys and decode them in my head, write down the combination, and I'd be able to reproduce that later. I haven't, but I could. (laughs) All right.
1: Um much appreciated there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in. But um it is a party trick that I use when I'm presenting to different customers. If um they have certain systems I'll read them and if I wanted to do the wrong thing, I could reproduce it. The four KS system with the curves cut in it is extremely complex. There is no way on this earth I can read it by eye. I just can't. Other safeguards to stop that in the background is um, the complexity of the key means that 3D printing, so taking a picture of the key and reversing it is, is difficult. Not impossible, but difficult. Not every system is like that. The next thing is we have this very tightly controlled dealership, as I mentioned before. The dealers um, are the only people who can access the product. So the tightly controlled dealership is so we can control them. The product is only issued to the dealership network, which means if you do go to a key cutter like Mr. Minute or like the key cutter at the shoe repair in Westfields, it's highly likely, A, they won't have the machinery that's capable to reproduce the key, and B, it's 99.999% they will not have the key blank to reproduce it. If they do have any of the above, the patent, we will do our best to enforce our property rights of that patent and bring them down legally if we can. I mean, that's always difficult. It's easy to say, but it's difficult to do. But that's the reason the patent exists, so we can bring them down.
1: And, Jeff, I imagine that um, 4KS is part of a layered security system as well. It wouldn't just be a standalone product in terms of security?
2: No, no, you, you're exactly right. Layered security is what it's all about. I mean, I, I'm not a licensed security consultant, so, but. Um, we are generally just uh, a cog in the chain, so we will provide the physical, outdoor security. Obviously, a defence base would have guards walking around, potentially dogs patrolling at cameras, CCTV um, alarms and so forth. We're just one cog of the chain, and that's where we fit. We're not the only frontline security, although... If you look at a council application, which is not a defence style thing, but um, council applications, often we are the front line. So in a park, for instance, we're the only security there. Obviously, they have floodlights and so forth, but um, the only thing securing the park perimeter and also the dressing sheds and other assets on that that oval or park are, are our locks and keys.
0: How are you finding, uh, for instance, in defense, everyone's got their magnetic card, their ID card, and many doors are using electronic access, things like that, as opposed to physical keys. How are you finding the physical key versus electronic access control world? Do the two mesh well? Is it one or the other? Um, And how do you find that?
2: Access control is convenience, there's no doubt. Most access control requires night locking. So, in much of the defense space, depends on the the rating of the security application. But once you put access control on, normally there's nighttime lockout. So, during the day, you would be using your access control card. When everyone goes home, they lock that with a conventional key as well. We we also find we're we're complementary to it in that If you look at access control, you generally look at the door and there's always a lock on it with a key. If you have access control and the key is some uncontrolled key that everyone's got, your access control's useless because the audit which you're trying to get and the control over your users coming and going is in the card they're using. Um, If everyone's got a key, well, which one are they using to open the door? Also, in addition to that, Access control in a large installation might be on the front door, the side door, and the main entries. Rarely is it all on all 100 doors through the place. So, so we've still got our, our place in the market. There's still many, many mechanical locks out there, and high security is um, where we fit. And in addition to that, padlocks. So you've got your access control on the front door, you go inside and there's gates locked up and sheds and um, um, different areas under padlock and um, that um, is where we we sort of fit into the equation.
0: Okay, so 4Ks could
2: also be used on cabinets, things like that, not just doors. It can, for sure, for sure. Now, we'd separate C-class cabinets off. C-class are like the B-class document cabinet I described earlier earlier. B-class is like a secure storage for documents or other classified government information. Then there's a class below called C-class that is locked up with a key. At the moment, I don't have C-class um, for that, locking those things. An application, however, I'm, I'm aware of um, is securing guns. And, yes, we're, they're just little cabinets. I think there's guns in each little pigeonhole, I guess. I, I haven't actually been to the site, but um, and there's a national rollout. Our keys are securing these little pigeonholes that um, secure the guns when the people are at the office. So, yeah, all, all those cabinets we definitely fit into.
0: Yeah, Jeff, those gun cabinets are pretty secure and uh, I imagine you want a lock that's going to work even when the power's off and so on, especially given they're full of weapons. So um, I, I'm guessing that's one example of an area where you couldn't really use an access control with a swipe card to access uh, because they've got to be available with power off, they've got to be secure with power off. Are there other examples like that you can give us?
2: Oh, for sure, for sure, Grant. Um Obviously the, the access control is is Generally, as I said, on the main entries and, and all main thoroughfares within the building, there's many areas we fit. So, obviously, the um, pigeonholes, for storing guns, um, padlocks are most probably the biggest application. We don't see access control on perimeter gates very often. Generally, locking it up with a um, SCEC endorsed, again, Security Construction Evaluation Committee endorsed padlock with one of our cylinders in it um, is a prime um way of overcoming it. And and it just goes on. All the doors that don't have access control in your building, if you turn around on your swivel chair and have a look around, that's our application.
0: And you mentioned uh, like access gates and things like that. And I've had the situation where we've had a, a lock that's almost never used, uh, very old, and it's in an outdoor area. And we put the key and we were trying to turn it, we actually snapped the key, trying to open it. Uh, you mentioned that there's some design aspects of 4KS that help prevent that.
2: Yes, well, um, the 4KS key is made out of high-grade nickel silver. Now, most master key systems use nickel silver keys, um, but as everything there's cheap nickel silver that can be bent, and then there's strong nickel silver. Um, the 4KS is is built from a high high strength um, nickel silver. It's extremely difficult to bend. Um, many keys I can bend with my hands. Um, obviously, I cannot bend this key, a 4KS keys, easily with my hand. Add it to that when you you mention your padlock that hadn't been used for a long time. Obviously, the key being strong is the first attribute to stop the key from breaking. The second one we mentioned before, which is called active placement. So when you push the key into the lock, it's actually aligning the sliders within it or locking elements within it um, without the need for springs. So obviously, if little springs are trying to push against that dirt and dust and grid in that lock that haven't been used for many, many months or even years in cases, um, we've overcome that with active placement but one of the other benefits is in the end of the key there's a v-shape the v-shape is an unintended design feature i guess is the way to describe it the v-shape in the end of the key when you insert it it's actively placing the sliding or the locking elements into the open position but the v-shape in the end of the key pushes any debris within that lock to the center at the back and out the back of the cylinder it's unintended but the benefit when you're in dirty, dusty, um, not very nice um, to operate in environments has been fantastic.
1: And, and Jeff, you've got that patent out to 2035 on the design of the key. Is that right?
2: It is 2035. Um, so we we launched 4KS about two years ago. Patent's uh, 20 years. So obviously it was, um. 2015 patent we launched in 2018 with this product in Australia Um, so we're at the 2035 which amongst our competitors at the moment is the longest patent in a high security master key system in the Australian marketplace.
1: Wonderful thank you so much for joining us today Jeff it's been remarkable to hear about such an exciting Defence SME that also does work in so many other areas uh, and that your business is growing despite some really challenging conditions here in 2020. Thanks so much for sharing your expertise with us here today. Thanks, Kath. Thanks, Grant. The
0: ADM podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of Australian Defence Magazine, a YEFA Media title. The views of the people appearing on this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of Australian Defence Magazine, the Department of Defence or the guest's employer. If you wish to use any of the audio in this podcast... Please contact Australian Defence magazine via their website, australiandefence.com.au or via email at defmag at yaffa.com.au.